welcome back to another episode of Football Manager Therapy. I'm your host, Rich Owens, and joining me this week, we have the FM team, we have the United City FM, and we have Jebaru. Kev, we'll, we'll start with you, friend. How are we today? How's it going? Oh, great. We're, we're recording this for everybody on a Saturday morning. It's a bit grey and gloomy outside my back door, but actually, I'm doing very well. It's been a positive week in a lot of senses uh, through streams and everything else that I've been part of. I'm in a very, very good place, feeling very good, very happy to be here. Glad to hear it, pal. Glad to hear it. It's a great, gloomy Saturday morning where I live. It's incredibly misty and foggy, and there's just this beautiful little ray of sunshine in the top corner of my screen. It's Kev. Um, there is other weather in the bottom right-hand corner of my screen. <laughs> wow. How are we doing, Jeb? How are we doing? Well, yeah, I'm grey and gloomy. Actually, it's really nice here. The sun's out and everything. And there we are. But uh, yeah, yeah, I know exactly. Yeah. Also, also, if if for uh, people watching the podcast, uh, watching the the video version, I changed my lights because I had them set wrong, so they're right now. They're in the, in the right FMT colours, you know, all around there. But yeah, I'm doing all right. Week, uh, I've got two weeks with the house to myself, so I think that just means lots of football manager and various other things. Yeah, it should, should mm -hmm. be right. So, as it should be, as it should be. You know, it's it's not very often that that Mrs O goes away with the kids and leaves me on my own but my, my first thoughts every single time is like, i'm just gonna i'm gonna sit and play football manager there's no there's no crazy parties I'm not gonna have my friends around because they're all terrible people i don't want them in my home where i live hang on am i supposed to wait for my wife to go away for me to just spend all day playing football manager <laughs> <laughs> i didn't read that memo i mean it is it is optional sorry 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 yeah. to mrs united city it, it is it, it is there it is it is an option for you if you would like to take a, take it up but you know it's it's not mandatory but no, long, long FM sessions are, are what I tend to do when I have free time. So I'm incredibly jealous of you, Jeb. Incredibly jealous, as always. Um, so I look forward to the enormous amounts of content you're producing over the next few weeks. I think we all are. We will Indeed. all be looking forward to that. Um, now, before we continue with the show, before we continue with the show, there is a little announcement that we, we have to make. Um, unfortunately, it's a sad one. Uh, it's a sad announcement. But, you know, we're, we're, all, we're all sat here with the... You know, don't don't be don't don't be sad because this is what's happened. Be happy because other nicer things have happened before it. Um, you may have heard by the, by the time this this recording comes out uh, that our wonderful friend Alice, FM girl, has decided to step away from the podcast. Um, I think it's important that we emphasise at this point that there were no fallings out between anybody. We love and respect Alice uh, and. All of us, um, you know, ourselves here at FMT, uh, I think the wider audience as well, massively value the contributions that she's made towards the podcast, uh, the short time that she was with us. Um, anytime you see our, our beautiful graphics, that's that's a little bit of Alice. Um, they're, they're wonderful. Everything that visually that you see kind of on socials, Alice has created. So Alice, from all of us, um, thank you. It's been a genuine pleasure getting to work with you. Uh, I've said it numerous times. I've said it on pod. Um, I've said it to, to people privately as well. When I was handed the reins of FMT, uh, I had a short list of three people that I really, really wanted to be involved. Um, and I got all three of them. I wanted Alice, I wanted Jeb, and I wanted Kev. And the opportunity to get to work with Alice, um, even though it's only for a short period of time, was an absolute joy. Um, she was brilliant fun. Uh, her involvement in the network save, those those kind comments were arguably my favorite part of the network save. Um, and getting to meet her and hang out with her at FMT Live as well was an absolute joy. So Alice, thank you for everything. You're wonderful and we love you and we will miss having you around. Um, so yeah, it's it's a sad thing, but I'm also delighted that it got to happen at all. So for the immediate short term, there will you will see the three of us um, and then what happens in the future who knows but uh thank you alice we love you mate we do um we do Definitely. we do look at that see i think i think the really nice thing about that is that i've i've got this disease where the more sincere i am the more sarcastic i sound and i think <laughs> i did I think, like it's genuinely a curse so you know i was just the tech, i was really worried that I was going to come across as like a yeah cheers mate thanks um <laughs> but no it's so i think i think i think that was uh that that was good i i hope it was as i i, I hope it came across as sincerely as I meant it. Thank you, Alice. We Indeed. Um, other things have happened, though, um, in in terms of the grand scheme of the grand scheme of FM, uh, because that's what we're really here to talk about. In in the grand scheme of FM, um, it's been 
it's been a really interesting week in, in terms of the games. Obviously, since we last recorded, uh, those of you that have watched or listened to last week's episode will know that that Kevin and I had a little bit of a uh, bit of a chat, shall we say? We 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 had our debate about the, the, the general you know, state of Football Manager twenty three and whether it was it was functioning correctly or not. Um, there was a little poll that went up on, on Twitter, as we like to do, after our debate sections. And then just as the poll was closing, um, SI decided to drop a massive patch, addressing loads of the things that some of us might have been referencing in our very impassioned arguments about the state of the game. Um, firstly, I genuinely, um, congratulations, Kev. You, you, won, you won the debate uh, with 52% well, of the votes. I know, I know, I know. Significantly closer than I thought it was going to be. How many um, of those did you have to pay to back you is the question. Because, I mean, there were some very vociferous uh, <laughs> versions of your debate going round online, I saw. Yeah, lots, lots. Um, a lot of people have been promised a lot of things that, um, you know, I'm, I'm definitely going to deliver on. Um, now, now that you've got it, are you giving a PC giveaway? Is that one of the things that you've done? To get <laughs> That's to exactly what it is. That's exactly what's happened. I've bought a PC and I'm I'm, I'm going to give something away to somebody. Um, and it might even come in the box that my PC came in. You never know. You never know. That's probably not true, actually. My children have made a fort out of it already. Um, so, <laughs> sorry, guys. Um, they're living They're living in their beautiful box fort now, so you don't even get the box. Um, it was significantly closer than I thought it was going to be. 52% to 48, I think, was the final margins. Well, considering um, the game was actually really, really broken in lots of ways <laughs> and the company themselves actually had to admit it by putting a patch out, I was incredible. Uh, it was incredible that it was so close, to be honest. Yeah, I think incredible, incredible is the word. Um, maybe there's a career in politics for me after this, because I did manage to convince a fair number of people that, hey, no, it's not the game's fault. It's kind of your fault. Um, yeah, it's looking at the list of things they've addressed in the patch. It does it basically it kind of it, it goes along with it. Everything that a lot of people have been saying that they've been struggling about the game with. Um, but genuinely, congratulations, Kev. You, you put up a, a, a beautifully well-phrased argument, and uh, I, I would take my hat off to you if it didn't involve taking my headphones off as well, which I'm just, just too lazy to do. Hat hair is a it, bad thing. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. I, I looked in the mirror this morning. I was like, Maybe I can fix this in time for pardon, and then I'll just put a hat on. So the answer is a powerful no. A powerful no. So it's really interesting. To the right of me now, uh, as I'm looking at my screen, there are two people that have won, won debates. So congratulations to both of you, boys. Um, it must feel nice. Uh, it must yep. do. <laughs> and it does. <laughs> yep. Yep. Top, of the, top of the league and uh, undefeated. I know. Jeb just can't stop winning. It's a curse. Yep. It really is a curse. Um, you wait. He's going to win the lottery this week and just not tell us. Um <laughs> So yeah, I mean, it's 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 a whole thing. The patch is out. Um, they've it's it's a big one as well. It's a big one. We've we've had a bit of a read through of the uh, of the patch notes over the last couple of days. Um, now, I'll hold my hands up here. I haven't had a huge amount of time on the game since the patch was released. Um, but I think of the three of us, I think Jeb has has definitely logged the most hours with it so far. Um, I mean, we'll come to you, pal. Is there anything massive that you've noticed in terms of kind of what they've they've addressed with the patch? You know, one of the biggest things being um, defenders' behaviour, defenders' decision making. Um, is there anything that you've noticed while you've been playing the game that is significantly different to how it was running, for example, this time last week? Uh, yeah, I lost my first game two 0 so the game's broken. It's really, really <laughs> broken. It's, it's unbelievable. Absolutely fuming. I mean, what have they done to it? Everything's going so well for me. I think it's it's quite hard for me to judge on where they get. I've obviously I've seen off other people's streams and videos of various things, but the way my Pescara save was going and similar with uh, Wolves as well, I didn't actually notice those defender problems. There was obviously issues, but. What I've noticed is like those little extra quality of life things that they've added to there. So I think it was one that I mentioned to, to Kev yesterday was there's a little thing that comes up on your assistance report during the game now that says you have three breaks and five substitutions remaining because the amount of people that were going, oh, it's broken, I can't make any more subs. It's just stopped me making subs after so many times because they don't know the rules of football nowadays. But <laughs> granted, trying to keep up with all the rule changes and all the VAR changes and things like that is quite difficult to do. I think, uh, like I said, I think it's it's 
interesting defenders, like I said, they've not changed too much for me because Piscara are quite a dominant team in Sirache. And mm. once I get out of there, it might change a little bit, but I won't be able to see it that way. I did have a nightmare on the beta with Wolves, and there were some very questionable decisions. So hopefully they've been wiped out. It's, it was always the fullbacks where they had a run out, they'd lose a ball and then just stand there. But if you watch Trent Alexander-Arnold play this season, it's quite similar to how he plays. So <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I don't know what that type of thing. Like I said, I think judging by the amount of people that have come back to streaming, uh, your IDF tactics and various other people who are coming back and actually playing the game again rather than playing different games, I think that says a lot about where the patch is at the moment. I know there are a couple of bugs still out there. I think there's some issues with free kicks and corners where defenders are standing next to each other almost holding hands. And that's been pointed out by various few people, but I think, judging by the general feeling of the community, it's it's a positive thing that people are enjoying it a lot more because those bugs have been fixed. Mm. I'm really scared by it. I've got a real <laughs> dilemma. I'm really scared by the patch because for the last month I've blamed everything on the fact that this game is broken to the fact that I got sacked in the beta and sacked in, <laughs> main, in my main. What if I get sacked now moving forward and I still can't make it work? I'm really genuinely scared. I don't want to play it anymore. I'm going to go and play something else for the next three months instead of everyone else now because <laughs> I just can't bear the thought that I still might lose. <laughs> yeah, it's an interesting one, isn't it? You know, I think I think we've had um, previously on pod there's been. A split in the dynamic you know we we had kevin we also had alice who were just doing really really well at the game and we've had kevin and i who are also playing the game yeah. um so it's 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 it's, it's, it's going to be interesting now to see if it's gonna if it if it fixes the things that i've been struggling with um and it makes me more competitive at the game especially in my kind of streaming saves then i'll be delighted um but if i carry on losing um, then, like, as I say, there's no safety net. There's nothing to fall back on now. You know, yeah. for for a man that put up such an impassioned impassioned argument about the game not being broken, having had a little read through some of the things that they've looked into, like I know, looking at the key changes, for example, um, especially when it comes to the defensive side of things, um, reducing the frequency of defenders and giving the ball away in and around the box. That is something that I, I would say I concede quite a few goals to. Um, ditto defenders decision making when it comes to aerial balls um improved corner defending you know if you've been watching any of my streams over the last kind of you know two three weeks i conceded a lot of goals from set pieces especially corners so if that's something that starts to kind of come down you would argue that the results are going to start going my way and things might getting a little bit better if that keeps happening i will have to sit there and just you know come to the conclusion that it's me and i'm just bad at the game which i don't want to have to do um, because I, I enjoy it and there's no fun in, in being bad at something that you enjoy. So there, there will be a lot of soul searching if that continues. But I think I think you, you made an incredibly valid point, Jeb. You know, the fact that it's bringing people back to the game, members of the community seem to be enjoying it more. You've got more people streaming the game again. That can only be a good thing um, for FM in the long run. And I think it will breed with the PvP scene as well. I think mm. being in the back room, the playoffs type of thing, trying to get players for this playoffs has been quite difficult because I think people are afraid to play it because the various issues with the game and along those lines of things established. I think that PvC, PvP scene will probably kick on from this week onwards. Gretz as we had in the Christmas break, but I think looking at uh, everyone who watched, I forget what tournament it was this week, but there was a tournament on this week and everyone said that the gameplay looked a lot better and there wasn't any of those issues that they've experienced in some of the community drafts already. Mm -hmm. So I think that that's definitely a positive because that's that's quite key to the community side of things nowadays, the PvPZ, uh, doing drafts, etc. Mm. Mm, absolutely. You know, um, you know, we've we've obviously got the return of the playoffs coming up over the next few weeks, so past the playoffs one and two. Um after this, at the time you're watching or listening to this episode, I think Path to the Playoffs 1 will have already started. Um, you know, and it's an interesting one because, as you say, it, it kind of makes people feel a little bit more like they're in control of what's happening on the pitch. Um, if you're not having to worry about the potential random mistakes or, or issues with the match engine. But, you know, again, just from a, a very, very selfish point of view. I wanted to watch the chaos unfolding. <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm absolutely, you know, some some men just want to watch the world burn. Um, so I think, you know, watching uh, watching a path to the playoffs where every game finishes seven six, you know, I wouldn't be mad at that. I wouldn't, you know, for the casual viewer, maybe it wouldn't have been 
an awful thing to have happened but of course it would so as you say if it's the kind of thing that's going to bring people back to the pvp scene um you know or as you said, I, don't, I don't think that that seven six thing is going to change though because people <laughs> are stupid enough and will go attacking on every game or they'll, they'll push out that way and it will be that type of way that's what makes the drafting scene quite exciting I think in past to the playoffs last year, I think we had two nil-nil draws in like the, the whole space of four game days or four four entire like match evenings. So mm-hmm. I think there's always going to be goals scored there. I don't think there's going to be an issue. Mm-hmm. No, exactly. Plus, you know, sometimes it is. It's just it's just fun to see people get a little bit grumpy sometimes, isn't it? Let's be honest. So, <laughs> and I, I know I, I would absolutely be if you know, if, based on my previous path to playoffs experiences, being on kind of the, the the gameplay side of things rather than the panel side of it. Yeah, yeah, I think just adding that extra bit of uh, you know, just RNG into the mix is going to make you just a little bit. You know, it's going to make for good viewing. But no, I'm, I'm I'm looking forward to that, and as as you say, if if it's going to encourage more people to get back into kind of the PvP kind of side of the thing, then then again, I'm excited. Um, I mean, Kev, I'll have, have a chat with you about about the state of affairs. Is mm-hmm. there anything that you've kind of seen on the list? Is there anything that you've you've that kind of stood out to you in terms of the fixes that they've made? That's something that you've gone that's going to massively benefit me in terms of my saves or how I play the game. Uh, there's stuff that's going to massively impact positively my mental health whilst watching the game, definitely. (laughs) I I will tell you that for certain because there are some aspects that drove me nuts. It's it's a really strange thing. This is a game that we all love and we all put a lot of time into and play quite a lot over the last month since the launch of it. And yet we can sit here as a three and we can say our versions of it have seemingly been very different. I can tell you that everything that I spoke about last week in terms of the game being broken, I have experienced in my game. The amount of times my defenders just stood there and literally did nothing to impact the ball as it came towards them and the striker took it, ran past them, got in front of goal and put it behind the goalkeeper into the back of the net. Drove me nuts. Absolutely. Because you sit there and you think, well, I don't know how to counter that. I've got perfectly good defenders and they're doing nothing about it. But it was uh, th- there are more things on top of it. I think uh, I've seen over the last day or so, uh, a few people talk about the amount of penalties that are now being given out uh, post-patch. I think pre-patch, they were pretty uh, prevalent as well. And that still concerns me a little bit that um, some things are being uh, played out by the match engine uh, and being used like that to... Uh, affect the game on one side of things more than the other. If I'm coming up against a big team and they get a penalty in the first minute, it began to feel like they were using that as a match engine just to give them the boost up that their status in the game seemed to warrant, if that makes sense, and Mm. put you on the back foot immediately. So I don't know if it's a thing or not. But yeah, there's lots of things. But the most important thing to me is if I can put two central defenders or three if you choose to play a back three in my team, and ultimately they actually clear headers, and if they get the ball... They don't just give it to the striker in front of them. I'll be incredibly happy about that. But genuinely, I do have real concerns about playing because what if I'm still rubbish? It's not, it's not a <laughs> bit. It's not a bit. There is a moment in there that I thought, yeah, I genuinely feel like I've been sacked twice, partly because of this match engine. But what if it's not? <laughs> Um, just, just for just for balance on my thing, I've, I think I played ten games since the patch has come out. Two penalties in all of those games, so mm-hmm. it's depending on what type of system people are playing. Are you playing get stuck in? You might give away a fair few penalties. It's, it's sure. that type of way. So it's uh, it'll be interesting to see if it is a case of if you are getting stuck in, it, it will punish you a little bit more now because it was. I think it was beforehand anyway. Mm. Yeah, it definitely was. I mean, uh, I wasn't really playing uh, full on deck them every 10 seconds if you can just not in my nature is it really to play that aggressively to be honest (laughs) but too much conflict i don't like it but even so you were getting like three penalties in like five games or whatever it was and it just felt that whether it's for or against you didn't really bother me either way it just felt like it was too easy a way to get a result going in whichever way the game kind of wanted it it felt that way to a very jaded, beaten up, sacked twice manager, to be honest. That's what it felt like. I, I think that would be fantastic balance. So if you played like proper uh, 
industrial football like who gets stuck in and you just thought <laughs> oh I'm, I'm terribly sorry about that never mind oh he's broke his leg what's a shame anyway let's i hope he recovers anyway i've got, a, chan- I've yeah, got a channel yeah. my inner mill wall <laughs> yeah exactly yeah. <laughs> everyone likes me i don't care so go for that one <laughs> yes exactly Exactly, it's, you know, and 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 there are some of the things on here that, and it's, I've, I've had a, I've had a little look through some of the list myself as well, and as I was saying, like like Kev, there's I, I don't want the safety net of being able to necessarily blame faults with defensive decision making, for example, that you know is why I'm struggling in certain saves, um, but I'm looking at some of the other bits and pieces that they've they've put in, and when I when I first read through the list, I was like, oh, that's really weird. Maybe I haven't experienced any of that. But then the more I'm looking through it and you start looking back at kind of goals you've conceded, games you've struggled in, um, and you're, actually, you're thinking to yourself, actually, maybe some of these things were in there. Um, one of the things they've highlighted is fix rare issues. And I would say rare is a little bit of an exaggeration. Uh, <laughs> rare issues where um, an offside goal was incorrectly given. Um, definitely been on the receiving end of that more than once this year already. Um, I think, uh, where was it? Um, fixed rare issue where players are inclined to shoot at very close range first time. Um, yep, that's again something I've definitely been uh, on the receiving end of more than once. Players just hitting it first time instead of taking a touch whilst unmarked and then you know slotting it somewhere rather than just going full on laces uh, and then just seeing where the ball ends up. Um, apparently, tweaks to VAR are being made less predictable as well um, because again, it's it's most of the time if a decision goes to VAR, you. You've got a good feeling about which way it's going. So uh, apparently that's being looked at. Um, again, something that I think I've experienced once or twice. Uh, the one that really, really speaks to me, though, the one that I've, I'm absolutely delighted with, um, increases the use of a Segundo Volande by AI managers where appropriate. Yes, <laughs> I, I want I want at least one Segundo Volande every single game I'm playing. Um, if there's less than that, I'm going to be absolutely furious. Uh, I mean, does that game... mean, I was going to say, does that mean that three-five-two formation where they have two defensive midfielders, both of them are going to be Segundo Volantes? If yes, they're not, just... I'm, I'm, I'm going to be <laughs> yeah. so angry. I'm going to be so angry. <laughs> but they're like seven at the back with two Segundo Volantes. That's that's yep. that's 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 peak. Is everything okay at home behaviour? And again, I'm absolutely here for it. You know. As a man who definitely at street on stream at one point has had a slight breakdown, played a game, played a formation with five trecordistas. Um, I think minimum two second over land days is yes, yes, please, more of that kind of behaviour. FM, um, as as you say, all in all, all in all, going going through all the bits and pieces that they've uh, they've 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 kind of worked on the, the major fixes, especially. Um, I think it can only be to the game's benefit. I don't think there's, I don't think I've seen anything in there that I think would be detrimental. Um, to the overall experience of playing the game, so I'm I'm excited to see. I'm, I'm going to make a, a very bold prediction here. I'm excited to see the positive impact it has on our content, our saves, um, and other people in the communities as well. Because as we say, the more people playing the game, the better. FM is for everybody, and please just you know give it a download, give it a try because it is brilliant fun. Um, despite three really, really tired-looking cross men just, just be, being really, really upset about all of our saves at the moment. It is great fun, so I cannot cannot recommend it enough. It's really um, important, Rich, I think, that we also mm. highlight the fact that the company, uh, whilst there's been some malignment against them over the last month for putting out something mm. that was um, challenged in its uh, execution a little bit, they cared enough to do something about it, and it's only mm. been... Uh, about a month since the game out uh, came game came out and that's not that long to make all of this sort of change and there are many many other companies out there that would have just gone oh well that's the game you got play it basically Mm. so i I really appreciate that and they've been transparent enough to put something out and say what they've changed as well Uh, Mm. i think that's encouraging in a lot of ways so whatever it is you thought about the state of the game when it first came out and what they've done uh to this year's game whether they put the new feature in that you wanted or not this is a company that listen. It is a company that cares about their product, and they're trying their very, very best to do the best with it. And I think it's worth just pointing that out occasionally. One hundred percent. And and most importantly, they fix some of the scatter graphs. I mean, I mean, I'm really oh, well, that's happy it, about that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's a complete game now. <laughs> do, do, exactly. you like, do you like? Do you like a good scatter graph? Jeff? I do like a good scatter graph. I do like the data. So yeah. especially when. 
I, I love it like like Harlan's always the one, isn't it? Or somebody mm. along that. I've got it on Vagani with the especially with the strikers in clinical vision. He's he's like up up here, like off the screen almost <laughs> in the top corner, away from everybody else. It's great to see. Don't like them exactly. all mixed up in the middle. Exactly. That's what that's what you want. That's what you want. Yeah. I, I I demand visual visual representation of how just how good some of my players are. Although if you are listening, SI uh, FM twenty four Venn diagrams, please. I do enjoy a Venn diagram. I'm not sure how it'd be appropriate, but you know, just if you could just squeeze, just squeeze one in there for your old pal Rich, I'd appreciate it. Um, I, I'd, I'd like to echo Kev's sentiments as well. Um, I think sometimes when it comes to when it comes to video games of any kind of, of type, it's very very easy just to view the company that make them or the people that put them out as this just anonymous entity. Um, SI are for my money one of the most community driven um you know uh, companies out there you know they're, they're very pub you know they're, they're out there on social media um they they engage very very heavily um with their player base um so i think as as you say sometimes it's 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 almost the prerogative of somebody who plays video games to kind of you know direct anger at anonymous publishing company anonymous maker of game um which you know when it comes to you know, your massive developers, you know, you, there's, there's, there's always that thing, you know, when it comes to people like who play games like FIFA, for example, they're like, we hate you, EA. EA, you're terrible. And whilst they're not wrong a lot of the time, it's just that anonymous, it's just that anonymous yeah. big corporation. It's you, big video game. SI are, you know, they're, they're good people. You know, they're, they're good people. People from SI came to FMT Live in Nottingham last month. You know, we've, you know, as, as, as members of the community who interact with other members of the community, we've got friends who work there. We've got friends who are involved in the company. And you know full well through knowing those people. People like Holly, for example, you know, commu- you know working in things like community management, their best interest is always going to be in providing the best possible game for us and making the improvements where possible. So genuinely thank you for that. It's, it's, it's something that is worth bearing in mind. Um, to release a patch of this nature, you know, three, four weeks into the game, they've listened and they want they want everyone's experience to be better. And I don't think you can really complain about that too much. So cheers, guys. Thanks, thanks for game. Thanks, thanks for Sugundo Galantes. I appreciate it. You've done <laughs> you've done that for old Rich. That's very, very sweet of you. Um so, so I think I think I think we've covered the patch quite nicely there, fellas. I think we've done 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 a good job. Um, you know, in, in terms of positivity. Uh, however, However, when it comes to when it comes to football manager, that regardless of of patches and people's individual experiences, there are always going to be bits and pieces, little bits and pieces that just get you down a little bit. And we've kind of realised we've realised here at FMT that you know that the T in FMT stands for therapy, and we do have arguably the kindest human being in existence. Uh, oh, thank a, you. Yeah, exactly. Um, and when he's not available, we've also got Kev. Um, so, you know, we've, we've, we've got Kev and we've got Kev. Um, and, and we figured who better, who better to just make us maybe feel a little bit better about some of the problems we're experiencing with the game than a very, very kind man like Kev. So essentially, it's, it's a brand new little feature on the podcast. Um, it's, it's basically, it's Kev's football manager therapy couch. And what we're going to do, we're going to take turns lying on the couch and uh, just, you know, talking talk, talking through some of our problems and some of the things that we're struggling with. And Kev's probably going to make us feel better about it, regardless of what he says, because he's got a really kind face. Um, and I thought, who better? Who better to kick this off than, than your old pal, Rich? Um, because... <laughs> Because oh, your rank, awesome. your your got so much angst in you. Is that the problem? Oh, I'm 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 like an onion. Um, I smell bad, and I will make you cry. Um, it's there's, there's so 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 much negativity there. So many problems, uh, surface level, deep deep down inside as well. But I thought, just in the spirit of fairness for Kev, we'll go surface level because no nobody nobody needs to hear that. It's like, how was this week's podcast? Yeah, it was four and a half hours long, and it started really well, but then it got weird. Um, yeah, Rich was just calling everyone dad. Very, very strange. <laughs> so I thought, Kev, for, for, for your first assignment as, mm. as, as designated kindest man in the world, Kev, I've, there, there's, there's an aspect of the game that I've been struggling with. Okay. And I'm, um, anybody who's watched my content, um, especially streaming wise over the last three or four months will know that I have a, a bit of a, a soft spot for players in my starting 11 who have really 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 good um attributes in 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 areas like free kick taking i love a free kick i love a set piece goal 
Um, don't love conceding them as much, but I love scoring them. And the problem I've got, Kev, is that I'm just not scoring them. It's just not happening for me. I'm signing players specifically designed to score free kicks. Um, I've signed the Peruvian James Ward-Prowse in my Atletico San Luise uh, last year on FM22 um, in Mad Scientist database. Shout out Mad Scientist. Love you. Um, I signed a, a goalkeeper by the name of Schillever who has obscenely high free kick taking abilities. And during that save, uh, Schillever scored one free kick in preseason against somebody like a Millwall. So it didn't count. And so far, uh, my Peruvian JWP at Tavara has done nothing for me. And Kev, it's just making me really sad. <laughs> well, I, I hear <laughs> this is when you go into immediate counselor mode. And I hear what you're saying, Rich. <laughs> Thank you, Kev. I, 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 feel, I feel heard. I, I, I knew my counselling qualification of 20 years ago would come into effect at some point in the future. Um, I didn't expect it would be here, but okay, it's fair, it's fair enough. Right, so we can look at a couple of things. Uh, the first thing is, um, ultimately, you you can only do so much, Rich. You, you're a busy a busy manager doing a lot of things. You 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 know you set out tech tactics. You uh, ask them to kick a football around in midweek and train and get better at stuff. There's only so many things you can do, my friend, to really impact what's going on. And you can bring the best free kick taker in that you can possibly bring. But here's what I'd like you to have a look at next time you're on your game. Go and check out your main free kick taker or two, however many you've got in your club. And also look at things like decision making and composure, because it's not just an attribute on its own, is it? It's not just I can kick a free kick and it will go everywhere that I want it to go. You're going to have a few other bits and pieces. So make sure you're doing that as well. Uh, in terms of delivering the free kicks in, you've also at times you've got to have somebody on the end of it. If it's not a direct free kick, for example, uh, and make sure that they've got all the composure and the um, and the jumping reach if you want them to be a good header and the height, etc. So don't just blame your free kick taker, Rich. Go and talk to the rest of your team about it as well. But here's my thought. More than anything else, uh, ultimately, you being a very busy guy and you having sorted all of these things out, it might still be that you don't get many free kicks, my friend. And they don't go uh, into the back of the net. And here's the other reason. And it's something that you have to uh, celebrate whilst being the opposition to them. The opposition might be really good. It might not all be your fault, Rich. It might not all be your players' fault. It might be that other teams are very, very good. So what I need you to do this week, Rich, here's your challenge. I need you, uh, in your uh, environment where you play football manager, take a few deep breaths. Uh, stick your chest out, uh, take ownership of your team. And uh, and whatever happens, here's the thing, whatever happens, know that it, uh, your identity as a person isn't based around your free kick taking in football manager and it will be all right. Okay? That's my thought for you. But yeah, genuinely, in game, it, it's this really weird thing, isn't it? Ultimately, mm. you think I've got a 17 or an 18 person for free kick attribute. But if they haven't got good decisions and they haven't got good composure and they haven't, you know, other bits and pieces in there, then ultimately they're going to uh, give it their best shot. But there's still something missing. But we can never take out the opposition as a, a, a contributing factor. So come back to me next week. And tell me whether a different attitude is spread to your players because of your different attitude towards them. We'll see. <laughs> is that enough bump for you? <laughs> Perfect. Um, Dr. Jebaru, you also have a point to make here. Yeah, just a really simple one. Are you training set pieces? Occasionally. <laughs> well, this just is just the a... thing. It's been talked yeah. about a lot, isn't it? This set yeah. piece builder and the mm. new set piece stuff that people want in the game. And do you want a set piece coach and all that kind of stuff? There is still things within the game that you can do within your training setup uh, yep. to to boost the potential of uh, free kicks. Now, this is part of the game that I'm really bad at. Uh, the whole training side, if you come onto my streams, I genuinely <laughs> do not touch it because every time I do, within three months, half of my players come to me and they say, I'm really frustrated with the balance of the training and the blah, 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 and the such like. So I go, okay, assistant, sort that one out for me. And then it runs okay. Nobody complains and I leave it to it. But in theory, 
Jeb is absolutely, of course, he's right. If you can go in there and identify an issue that you've got and actually put something into your training schedule that might help you, there's another alternative uh, as to yeah. how you can improve, obviously. And I think it's one of those, if you can throw it in every every couple of weeks or at least once a month, you do see the benefit. And you almost you almost get that in your report afterwards. Oh, we scored from a corner because we trained set pieces this week, that type of way, or we defended better. So it's, I think, pushing on those side of things. I mean, I am very much a... I have my schedules that I borrow from a, a well-known uh, tactics person that rounds with a BTF. Uh, no, it's not really going to work, is it? RDF tactics. I use his training schedules anyway, <laughs> but you can still edit them and add in those set pieces. And are, are you talking about them. Rich does uh, Rich does football tactics? Is that who you're talking? Uh, about? Uh, no, no, definitely not. No, no. Oh, definitely, definitely, not. definitely. That's why. We, that's why I score from free kicks. So, there we are. <laughs> <laughs> so here's here's the thing, Rich. Okay, ultimately, have do you feel like you've been heard? I feel like I've, I feel like my my feelings have been been acknowledged, and I feel heard, and I feel seen, uh, and I appreciate you both. Uh, I think the thing I appreciate most is the fact that when Jeb put his hand up, I was expecting him to say, "Get good, just be good at free kicks." What's wrong with? <laughs> oh well, yeah, you need to do that as well. Yeah, yeah, there is Sorry. there is that aspect of it as well. It's like, yeah, why why are you, why are you bad at them? Uh, yeah. Um, so here, here's here's the thing that I'd like to say to uh, conclude the Kev's uh, football manager therapy couch section, right? And it, it's it can be again. We at the beginning of the uh, of the podcast we talked about Alice, and you talked about every time you're sincere, it makes you sound like you're coming off as like <laughs> not really, but I'm trying. Um, mm. I want this to be really sincere because we have a laugh and we have a joke, but a lot of people take Football Manager very very seriously and get caught up in a lot of aspects of it that aren't quite going right. Trust me, I know defenders have been the bane of my life for the last month <laughs> and I've really felt it. I genuinely have. But it is really important, really important that within the context of uh, putting so many hours into this game and winning and losing and sometimes losing more than winning stuff that we don't let it affect how we perceive ourselves actually in real terms. And it's really easy to do and it can affect mental health really badly. So please, anybody out there, for the next few weeks, we're going to do these sorts of segments occasionally and some of it will be flippant stuff and some of it will be more meaningful, impactful stuff. Uh, and whether it's Jeb asking something or Rich or even myself bringing something for the table or if there's anybody else out there that wants to contribute to this section of the podcast and just hear me say uh, to Joe Blogs out there, you are uh, a perfectly good human being. It's all going to be fine. Uh, and we all love and support you because you are a great member of our community, etc. If that's what you need to hear, then write in, uh, tweet, uh, tweet me, tweet the, uh, the podcast thing. Give us uh, uh, anything for this particular segment. And if all you just want is someone to acknowledge you and say you're a good person, come to me and I'll tell you. Yeah, definitely. And I think I think it's important to say that football managers a distraction. It's, that's what it should be. It should be a nice distraction to life. And I mean, that, that's the way it is. Life mm. might not be great at the time, but playing some like football managers is a great distraction. It's a good way to just to immerse yourself into an, another environment along those lines. And I think don't take it too seriously. And to be fair, if you're a streamer or anything along those lines, sometimes the streams are more interesting when you're actually losing and, and those, those little bits are going on. But just don't oh, take it personally. Oh, trust me, they are. Yeah, yeah. Don't take it personally. Never take it personally. It's an enjoyable thing and you're entertaining people, essentially, along those lines, on, on the streaming side of things. And even even if it's not going wrong, when you write save, go do another one. Like if it gets to that point, just quit and start another save. Don't quit and reload. Don't don't do that type of thing. No, 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 no. Don't do like those type of people. But you can do that if you want to, but just don't tell anyone. Exactly. Yeah. Keep keep that behavior on the deck. There's yeah. nothing to be ashamed of apart from maybe that aspect of it. Yeah. And as you say, this this entire pod, the, the football manager therapy as an entity was born of two people wanting to do something good during a very very difficult time for the entire world you know this 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 was born of pandemic and two people who wanted to have a good chat about things based around a game that they both enjoyed and that is at its essence what football manager is it's it's a game there for us to enjoy and sometimes it can get frustrating but it's not the end of the world if it is it's it's a game that is there for us 
and yeah, like I say, just start a new save. Just just go just just go and be good somewhere for a little bit. Make yourself feel better about yourself. That's what I like to do. I've definitely done that over the last few years. Just started saves and just just done really well at them, just temporarily, just to make me feel like I'm a little bit better at it than I originally thought I was. Um, Kev, that was beautiful, mate. Thank you very very much for that. And as I say, there will be more of this kind of thing on podcast moving forwards. Just to echo Kev's sentiments, tweet us, uh, tweet the pod, tweet Kev. We've got a Discord that's linked in the uh, that will be in the description for this video. It's in the it's in the audio, uh, description for the uh, the audio episodes as well. Come and hang out with us on there. Um, I think we'll genuinely put a, uh, a Kev's foot manager, football manager therapy couch section in there. So if you have anything you would like us to talk about during this this part of pod, please do let us know. Um, and we'll be happy to do so. Genuinely, genuine pleasure to be able to. Uh, interact with with audience and, and talk about things you would like us to talk about um on the subject of talking though on the subject of talking um obviously I've, i think our debate section has really really been doing well over the last couple of weeks it's a really welcome addition to podcast this week we're gonna have another one this week is no exception um we have got this week the two winners going head to head uh, imagine winning a debate overrated massively overrated unless i'd won one then then greatest experience known to mankind um this week our, our debate is going to take place between between jeb and kev uh the united city fm and and, and jebaroo um i think for for full um for full debate effect i think i'm going to press this button here and then oh. i'm gonna oh there we go oh, oh, oh. jeb and kev are big now they have the floor look look, they, they, look at they tiny rich floor. <laughs> oh, I'm so wee. Um, if you, uh, it's true, it's true. If you came to um, FMT Live, you will know that this is actually an accurate ratio of, of sizes. This is one to one. I'm just really, really, really small, or I'm a regular sized human being, and Jeb and Kev are just massive. Let's go with that one. Let's go with that one. Let's. Um, right then, guys. So this week's debate um, that was suggested by one of the two people uh, who are about to take part in it this week's debate uh is based around um attribute masking attribute masking there we were a few seconds ago saying play the game however you want play the game however you like but also some of us have very strong opinions <laughs> on whether you can see all of the numbers when you look at a player's name um so uh, my understanding is that jeb is going to be making the argument for playing with attribute masking turned on uh kev is going to be making the argument for attribute masking turned off um fellas is there anybody that feels very passionately about going first not i uh not especially either way i'm happy to but uh, if jeb wants to by all means be my guest i'm just gonna sit on the fence as well it's your decision rich <laughs> it's my decision right well yeah. be because the way that i'm looking at the screen jeb is on the left hand side jeb you can you can get the ball rolling mate um two minutes of your time to make a compelling argument for why people should be encouraged to play the game with attribute masking turned on uh the floor is yours pal okay attribute masking uh, one of the most beautiful things in football manager is a scouting system finding those hidden gems finding them on those vines you you look around at players and you have especially with attribute masking on you you have a slight inkling into what they're like and it gets better and better as your scout works the way through attribute masking turned off it's like a cheat code. It's like putting the bumpers on at the bowling alley. It's like the Konami code. It's like you might as well start the game up and do up, down, left, right, A and start. That's what you might as well do at the start of the game because you basically can see everything about every player that you need to. You can go into the player search and you can search all the attributes that you want to do and you can just find a player immediately. It takes away the entire scouting system. Granted, director of football are completely useless on the game, so there's no point in using them anyway. But scouts, you get in all those fantastic scouts like Stefan Chapuisat. I mean, he's always a golden person to get in as a scout along those lines. But it's honestly, it's a great way of discovering the players. You actually find them. It takes a little bit longer, but once you find that hidden hidden gem, once you find that amazing player, it's one of the most beautiful things because you've made the effort to find them rather than just putting in some numbers into a into a search bar that's pretty much where i am i mean there you go it's <clears throat> it's a compelling opening argument and and also i really really appreciated the uh, the Chapulet reference um <laughs> that was very 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 lovely very very lovely um kev um the floor is yours mate please talk to us why you believe that astro you know playing the game with attribute masking turned off is an enjoyable and uh, relevant experience 
Okay, so as uh, I could I could start off, not going to, but I could start off and say just because I'm a streamer, it's important for me to have them uh, uh, visual so I can uh, get all of my viewers interacting with finding players and looking at what we like and what we don't like. But we're not talking about streaming. We're just talking about playing FM. So the simple reality for me is it is not head coach 23. This is football manager 23. And when I think about football managers, I think of the, the most recent uh, history of our English Premier League game. And I think about the likes of Sir Alex Ferguson, who has a, a finger in every single part of every aspect of all of the club. Now, for me to do that, I want to be able to go and impact every uh, part of my club. And with the attribute masking on it feels like I'm too beholden in my fantasy place of playing a video game to get away from everything else, of going and finding that next generation superstar for myself. I want to be able to go into my world, find the person that I've identified that nobody else has because it's a randomly generated person, you know, 10 years into the game and bring them into my team because I found them and know that I'm doing a great job. It's part of what's building me up as a player of a game in a fantasy world is to actually go and do these things myself. Now, granted, I don't do the training. We don't talk about that. But I do love, I do love the scouting aspect of Football Manager. It's my favourite part of the game is to be able to spend a couple of hours in between seasons and go and try and build up my team to look better next time around. I love it. It is absolutely my 100% best and favourite part of the game. And to do it, I need a little bit of opportunity to be able to go and compare and com contrast. So what are you going to do, Jeb? Take away the most amount of joy that I get from playing football manager by having to rely four weeks later on somebody that might say it's all right. But then ultimately, has he really got the ability to judge? Who knows? It's just so random. I want to be in control. I want to be in charge of it. Attribute masking absolutely can be there to aid or um deny you knowledge if you want to i want it because it's my world my fantasy and i want to find the next golden generation myself beautiful <clears throat> although i do feel like potentially you've asked the wrong person do you want to take joy away from me um <laughs> uh jeb you you the floor is yours for the next minute to uh, to make counter arguments based on what you've just heard from kev yeah, before we start that minute, maybe we shouldn't do the debate after the couch, after we've all been really nice to each other. <laughs> yes. just, just, just saying on that one. I mean, do Very I serene. want to take the joy? <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, anyway, yeah. Do I want to take the joy away? The, the joy is finding those gems, but find those gems after you've had your scouts work their way through them. I think you said it's not head coach simulator. If I actually move my head slightly, oh, not that way, there's a picture of Jonesy in space. There's also a picture of Brian Clough and Bill Shankly. Brian Clough used to send Peter Taylor out to play, find players. Bill Shankly used to send out Bob Paisley and Ronnie Moran to go finding players and go watch those type of players. That's what they were doing. They were scouting in those days. They had a slight inkling of what the player might be about, and that's exactly what attribute masking does and that scout will then find out the further information and further information you push it further and further you can get your scouts up to 10 15 scouts when you're in the bigger leagues but in the smaller leagues even with the two or three people you can find out all those attributes but it's actually earning your way of getting them that's the joy of it that's where the fun is on the, on the side of it especially on the wonder kids especially when those new gens come in and they appear you can go send a load of scouts out to brazil and you can find that next wonder kid you can find the next neymar etc that's where the joy is that's where it is for me sorry to take away the joy for you kev <laughs> boo hoo <laughs> There we go. We've talked earlier about sarcasm, you know, sincerity, master sarcasm. I don't think there was any sincerity there, um, especially with the crying hands. Love that. Um, Kev, finally, the floor is yours. Take it away. So the one thing that I'm not saying is don't use your scouting network. Absolutely. They are there for a reason. I have put a scouting network in there for a reason, and I do get them to do stuff. But primarily what I want them to do 
is back up my own thoughts a little bit with a little bit of data, but leave me with the opportunity to identify and then decision make on in and around that. And I feel personally for me that the game is so, um, there's so many aspects to the game. There's so many things that you can do that this one thing of just being able to look around and draw players in that I really, really want because I can see what they are is just the, uh, the best way to play football manager. Yes, I understand that you can have 10 people all going and doing everything at your behest. It's absolutely lovely and great. If you need uh, a bunch of minions to make yourself feel great, then go do it. It's brilliant. Fantastic. But for me, I want to just go and find those players, identify them. And the best one for me is not going and buying Endrick. It's about buying somebody six years in the game that nobody else has spotted but me. And that's what I love. And to do it, unfortunately, I need that freedom uh, with the attribute masking um, off, on, whichever way around. It confuses me all the time. <laughs> but I, I want the numbers. I want to look and compare and contrast because I'm a saddo and I'll spend four hours doing it in a transfer window. It's probably over a minute. I don't know whether it makes any difference. But again, the viewers... I think you're looking very lovely this uh, uh, this afternoon, this evening, this morning, whenever you're looking and watching and <laughs> listening to this podcast. Because Kev's gone over a minute, I just want to just put one extra Go point on there. Endrick didn't sign for Dynamo Kiev. That's the one point. He <laughs> was a pooey head. I gave him everything. I promised him the world and he went, meh. And I yeah. thought, well, yeah, that was your one chance. I'm never signing him on FM23 ever now. Well, I... I'm, I'm on the fence. I, Get I, off honestly, my fence. No, it's comfortable. It's, it's, it's comfortable and it's warm and it's friendly. Um, it's 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 a sitted hug. It's beautiful. Um, for the third week in a row, for the third week in a row, um, it's really hard to call. It's really, really, really hard to call. Um, I think compelling arguments made by both sides there. So, as always, we'll put it over to you, the audience. Please do democracy. Please vote in our Twitter poll, which will be up uh, on Tuesday after the pod is out for everybody. Let us know your thoughts. Let us know your feelings. Um, I've got to say the level of engagement we got from yourselves, the audience, from the wider community about the uh, our kind of conversation over over the general state of the game was brilliant. Um, kind of going through those comments um, and uh, listening to people's opinions, listening to people's thoughts um, was a really, really, really interesting read including somebody who said that they were begrudgingly agreeing with me. So thank you. I will take begrudging <laughs> any day of the week. I'll absolutely take that. It's very, very kind of you. Um, so yeah, appreciate that. Do voting. And then obviously we will, uh, we will announce the winners of that. Um, or what you'll see for yourselves. You'll see for yourselves kind of uh, towards the middle of uh, th Thursday evening next week. You'll know, you will know. Now, normally, Normally, uh, on a Thursday evening, you would see us uh, all sitting down to play the network game together and the results of the polls come in um, just before the network game starts. So there's always going to be something for us to have a little chat about and for some people to have a little gloat about um, once, the, once the game starts. However, however, um, the week that you are watching this podcast, if you're watching it the week that it is released, is a little bit of an anomaly because the, uh, the network game won't be around uh, this week. If you're watching this on Tuesday, you might have already seen the three of us on Monday night, um, well, taking part in the panel for one of us will be hosting. Um, it's not me. Really, really excited <laughs> about not having to host something. Really, really excited about that. Um, we'll be taking part in the panel for past the playoffs one uh, for the FM playoffs. So you'll get if if you want to see us together, uh, and also so am I? Jeb, I'm confused with time scale. Am I allowed to say who else is on at this point? because yes, it will have already happened. It will yes. already have happened, so it's fine. <laughs> the passage of time is weird and confusing. Um, the three of us, and if you thought what this what this panel, what this group of people needs is just somebody aggressively handsome to come in, H2, beautiful, beautiful H2. He is going to be there with us on the panel. You will have seen us all. Um, Thursday evening, you can join the three of us plus H2 for the second part of Path to the Playoffs, where I'm sure the, uh, the results of this week's poll may briefly come up in conversation. Uh, and subtly referenced throughout the evening by the winner. So that'll be really, really good fun. Um, so please do join us for that. Um, I don't know about you guys, but I'm really, really excited the playoffs are back. 
Very much so. Um, uh, one thing I would say is that uh, we might not see the utter chaos that we might have a week ago in this uh, particular competition, maybe, but that's still to be decided. But on its own right, um, the playoffs and draft mode in general often just chucks up random stuff anyway, and it's a lot of fun. So come and join us for that. Uh, can I just uh, confirm one thing with you guys? I mean, nobody's listening. It's fine. So we can talk just amongst ourselves for mm, a second. Of course. Are, are we trying to take over? Uh, is this going to be football manager therapy playoffs at some point? Are we just kind of infiltrating and, you know, putting all of us in, in um, panels? So and stuff? As, as, a, as a host and director, unfortunately, we are, we're contractually obliged to only mention the football manager therapy pod twice. But Ooh. to be fair, there are, there is three of us, so we can mention it maybe six times. Yeah, I don't, I don't each, know which way. Twice twice each. Each. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Mm. I mean, obviously, we'll have the, the four-minute ad reel during games which will run out as well where it'll just be highlights from 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 each episode but no uh, i think perhaps the playoffs is really exciting that the playoffs is back like competitive mm. the pinnacle of a competitive football manager uh is is coming back and i'm excited to host again i mean there's a lot of stuff we've got to build again we've got some extra stuff coming in this time around and this is quite a tasty first group you've got uh, obviously ali and owen who are the world tag team champions they're in the same group against each other we've asked them all to do some promos as well which mm. obviously have already come out and they're quite vicious against each other which is just brilliantly <laughs> delicious and then we've got the anomaly that is stinger who is contractually obliged as being a sponsor of the fm players as part of the manager's seat uh, he's in as well but we'll, we'll see how he gets on he's been quite vocal about his his dislike of the playoffs after he got booted out last time because his computer broke boo who again i'll get my hands out <laughs> but there we are but yeah and then we've got some some excellent new players coming in like steak bake uh and then returning people like henry and and, uh, FM Trek as well, though I've actually not seen the competitive scene at, at all on, on my experience, so I'm quite excited on that side of things. Mm, there's there's a lot to look forward to with this path of the playoffs. You know, yeah. I've, I've I've sat on both sides. You know, I've I've done it competitively. I've I've sat on panels, um, and it's it's an absolute joy. It is an absolute joy um, to take part in in any capacity. And you know, even it's one of the rare things that even if I'm not taking part in it, I will sit and I will watch as much as I physically can because it's just it's a well-run competition. The people behind the scenes are all wonderful. Um, the the production value goes up month on month. So it's, it's as Jeb rightly says, I think it's arguably the pinnacle of, of competitive PvP on, on Twitch um, in, in terms of football managers. So invest your time wisely, um, get involved, do some watching. You'll get to see the three of us plus H2 is just dreamy. Um, and yeah, plus on a personal level, I'm absolutely delighted to find out there's infighting between Ali and Owen, um, yeah. which bodes really, really, really well for whoever's playing them. You know, whoever's challenging for the tag belts next is my opinion on that. So, uh, you know, whoever that may be, it could be onto a winner there. Feeling excited. There, about might, there might be a sneaky other tag team coming in after that. I'm just, just saying. Just saying. Yeah. Who knows? Who knows? Yeah, exactly. Who knows? Who could it possibly be? Who could it possibly <laughs> be? Exactly. Um, but no, wait. I couldn't say anything else about it. I am not in a position to comment. Um, I am okay. probably, yeah, playing Ali and Owen soon. Um, but apart from that, apart from those subtle clues, couldn't possibly say, couldn't give any more information away. And I'm going to batter them. Um, so cool. So that's, 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 that's going to be great fun. That's going to be great fun. Path of the playoffs, yeah, just... PVP, everything's fine. Yeah, just to go through the list of competitors, so we, we we got it fair. We've mm -hmm. mentioned everyone to be fair. So we've sure. got Alistair, Stinger, Howard Rollo, and Gavin Brash32, FM Trek, Henry, Salty B, and the Steak Bake making it. I think it's his competitive debut, let alone his playoffs debut. So mm -hmm. I think he's Wonderful. he was in the backroom team of AJ and RK when he had his run in the last pass of the playoffs. So mm -hmm. beautiful. Solid field that for the first for the first FM playoff. Um, or, or the first kind of, you know, uh, for the first kind of playoff gameplay this year. That was a very, very, very entertaining field. And I'm looking forward to uh, sitting back and watching it all unfold as part of the panel. Um, I don't know how you guys feel, but I think that's a podcast. It's definitely been one of those. You've got mm. a really good catchphrase there. That I'm is a good catchphrase. You've been doing it week hey. to week, haven't you? Yeah, hey, exactly. there you yeah. go. Look at me. But that, yeah, see, Rich, see. Rich has got catchphrases. Yeah. Um, lovely. So before we go, um, 
and this, this is where we just like to talk about ourselves a little bit and, and where you can find us um kev we'll go to you this week first friend um, if people want to watch you making that beautiful content that you make where can they find you so you can find me at the united city fm both on twitter and twitch i'm on twitch most weekday afternoons three till five p.m just a couple of hours it's just like watching a movie come and sit in for a couple of hours then we all leave having had a wonderful lovely time so come and do that every weekday afternoon come and interact with me on twitter and get your ideas in for the pod if there are segments or thoughts or questions or anything else that you want chuck it our way beautiful stuff um jeb if they would like to watch you doing wonderful things with italian football clubs where can they watch you do that uh, you can find me at twitch.tv forward slash jebaru obviously this week you can find me on monday and thursday on twitch.tv forward slash the fm play no not the twitch.tv fm playoffs and then on twitter for myself it's the jebaru rich i'm gonna hand to you now in a horrible segue <laughs> boo boo <laughs> ruined everything um yeah you can I, find I me. refuse to boo <laughs> oh, it's booing is. into anyway. it's booing internally um yeah you can find me twitch.tv forward slash rich jones fm um and as, as jeb points out this this week monday and thursday you can find me twitch.tv forward slash fm playoffs don't worry one of us will get it right uh and also um at rich jones fm on twitter where you can find me doing just saying words uh, that have very, very little meaning. Um, it's been an absolute joy this week. I've, I've massively enjoyed myself. Uh, thank you both very much for joining me. Uh, and thank you, audience, for joining us too, because without an audience, there is no podcast. There is. It's just not very good. Um, <laughs> appreciate you all. Um, and please come back and join us next week on another episode of Football Manager Therapy. Take care. Love you. Bye.